G'day everybody and welcome to the Seven Point Highlander cast. This is Millie and with me is Sav. Hi. And Vance. Hey all. And this is a special little sub episode that we're doing. We're going to be recording these episodes in addition to our usual schedule of episodes because this is a points announcement. So with us, we've got Vance, who's on the committee to tell us what the points changes are going to be for the Dominaria set release. So take it away, Vance. All right. So there's only one points change for the Dominaria set release. It's a card going from one to two, and that card is Treasure Cruise. What? The blue... Uh, I know. The good. Blue... Oh, <laughs> no, not good. <laughs> the blue uh, control decks have been more dominant than we'd like recently, and we've been looking for another card that we can adjust the points on. The committee all agree that Treasure Cruise is probably the right card at this time, and we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. Um, Treasure I, Cruise, for one, am now taking two this as a personal attack. <laughs> Entirely fair. Uh, yeah, okay, I, well, I can see a difficult choice pending in my future. Um, yeah, oh how yeah. do you feel hey, you about get to drop Mana Drain. You get to drop Mana Drain, or you get to drop Imazawa's Jitter, that seventh point, you know? Whatever that or seventh point twist. was. Or Mind Twist. You know, whatever that seventh point was that all those uh, control decks, especially Grix's control, was doing, where they're like, okay, well, these six points are guaranteed. There's, there's no question about it. What's my seventh? I guess I put Mind Twist. I guess I put Mana Drain. Now we get to remove that decision. So that's probably uh, good in terms of dropping control down a peg. It does hit tempo, like blue tempo strategies to some degree. But at the end of the day, there were so many times where uh, people were convincing me to try and play Ancestral Recall. And I'm like, it's just, it's wrong. Compared to Dig cruise plus one more card i.e true name nemesis just having those three powerful cards was just so strict so much strictly better than ancestral recall it wasn't funny but now we actually have a critical choice in our, on our hands do you play recall or ancestral recall or do you play dig and cruise yeah yeah exactly so we've also got a, a bunch of cards on the watch list uh, so mind twist is still on the watch list I guess it determines, it'll be determined by whether this change to Treasure Cruise drops the amount of Mind Twists being played back to a more acceptable level or if it's still a bit above where we'd like. Because Mind Twist isn't as powerful it was, as it was back in the day, but it's still pretty annoying to play against. Like, it can be a very frustrating card. Gaia's Cradle, we've got our eye on. Most likely Gaia's Cradle will get a point if we move the Moxes back, which we're not at this time. Library of Alexandria, we're still watching. Uh, and probably the most controversial one will be uh, skull clamp is on the watch list to lose a point. To lose a point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So delicious. Um, recently, it's been quite notable that in particularly in Melbourne, which has always been a bit of a, a skull clamp stronghold, there have been very few dark bant skull clampy kind of decks being played because at the moment they're just pushed out of the metagame by the you know the Kess pile sort of decks. You, you always want to look at taking points off cards as well as putting points on cards to balance the metagame. We didn't think it had balanced it enough at the moment to take a point off Skull Clamp, but that's another potential uh, lever that we'll look at in three or four months when the next set comes out. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that, that's totally relevant for the South Australia meta as well. I mean, we used to be Skull Clamp dominated, and Skull Clamp just hasn't... Its heyday was about two years ago. And then the blue control decks have just been dominating like crazy. And, and you can actually see it in games where your opponents resolve a really early skull clamp. 
And as a Kess Pile player, you just cast a Treasure Cruise and you cast a Dig Through Time. And you cast a Snap Custom Age for a Treasure Cruise and you basically keep up with the number of cards they have in their hand and they're removing their tempo. Yeah, the other really big change in the last couple of years that's pushed Skullclamp down a bit is a Braden Colligan's Command and mm-hmm. you know cards like them which are extremely main deckable. They get played in a lot of these control decks and you just get free artifact removal as a side bonus. I think uh, Kess Pile, the strength of that deck has been the fact that you've got main deck, something like four or five artifact destruction spells yeah. or gain control of spells in the case of Dak. So you're going to increase the points on Treasure Cruise and then see how if that makes much of an impact because you don't want to overreact either. Yeah, exactly. You could easily be in a situation, which we've been in before with uh, the Academy decks, where you take points off cards and you take points off and you take points off to the point that a deck is wildly too powerful. And you can go the same in the other direction where you slowly add points and people don't want to change the deck they're playing if they don't have to, obviously, because building a new Highland deck can be a, Mm. a daunting task. And you don't want to get to the point where you suddenly realize that you should have stopped adding points three cards ago. Yes. All right. Now, you also mentioned that there is a committee update. Did you want to fill us in on that? Yeah, so Glenn Doyle is going to be stepping back on the committee. So he's still going to be a member of the committee, but he's going to be in more of an advisory role. For those of you who don't know Glenn, Glenn's been on the committee since there was a committee. He's been running a game store in Canberra since basically forever. He runs Highlander at Nationals at CanCon. He runs Highlander at Australian Nationals as well. And if not for Glenn, it's pretty likely that Highlander in Canberra would have died out many years ago. He's been a real driving force in the community. But since the Games Capital has joined the Good Games family of stores, Glenn's been very busy imparting his wisdom to the other Good Game stores. Uh, He's been working with all the store managers to improve the way they run their businesses uh, so that it's better for, the, for better for communities and it's better for the stores and, you know, everyone wins. But it's been taking up a huge amount of his time and he hasn't had as much time or mental energy to give the committee as, as much effort as he'd like to put into it. So Glenn is going to largely not be involved in point of decisions, or well, he'll put his two cents in occasionally probably, but he'll be providing us feedback on issues from a store owner perspective on how the format is running, um, he'll keep us in the loop for things like Highlander Nationals so we can keep working with them to make those the best they can be. He'll be helping us make sure that the committee is structured in a way that works and you know, helping us make sure that we're providing, you know, communicating well with the community, if that'll make sense. So could you just uh, recap quickly who the current members of the committee are? That leaves the current members of the committee as uh, myself, Isaac Egan and Luke Mulcahy. And we've asked someone else to step up and join us. Uh, and that is Savan McClendon. Wow. This is pretty That's exciting. That's a familiar name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> wow, I'm I'm really, really humbled by this. And it's a real honour for me, especially to be able to represent South Australia on the committee. So I guess to say that I'm excited is an understatement. We talked about this, the GP, and none of us really could think of anyone who, if we ran a nomination process could possibly compete with Sarvan. Sarvan's been doing really excellent work building the community in South Australia, all the Adelaide Eternal videos and all of that sort of thing, and has just been really a positive influence on the format and on the community. So it'll be great to have him uh, as part of the committee. Thank you very Congratulations, much. Congratulations, Sarv. I feel really, really excited. Looking forward to the future. So in the future, are there plans for uh, there to be more community input into... The committee? Because the committee itself doesn't change very frequently, does it? No. So the last time the committee changed was when Dan Unwin stepped down and Luke Mulcahy 
joined, which was a, we were trying to remember today, we think it was about five years ago. We did briefly look at getting a replacement for Luke at one point when he thought he was moving to Canada, but that didn't end up panning out. In general, our preference is to, to run some kind of, as I said, some kind of nomination process if it's not 100% clear who the best uh, person in the community as a replacement is, which we did at that time, uh, but didn't select anyone because we were, you know, two-thirds of the way through the process and Luke said, oh, I don't really want to live in Canada anymore. <laughs> oh, okay, I understand now. Yeah. All right. Well, this is very exciting. We've had a we've had a points change, just one card changing. Um, again, personal attack, but it's okay. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll get over it. And we've got our updated watch list, and we have our updated committee. All right. Well, thank you for the update. Once again, this has been a special mini episode specifically for the Dominaria points update. Once again, thanks for joining us. And you can follow us on Twitter at HighlanderCast. You can shoot us questions or feedback, and we can answer you most directly there. If you'd like to follow any of us individually, only myself and Vance are on Twitter. I'm at Foxes for Sale, and Vance is at Vancean Notions. If you'd like to get more involved in the Seven Point Highlander community, and there will be a text version of the update that has just come out on this podcast, um, posted to the Facebook group, also to OzEternal.com. And there is also a Discord that we'll be linking in the show notes. And our outro and our intro are by JTMP, Jackson McCall Pierce. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.